You are listening to From the Midwest to the Middle East, the latest on U.S. tax, Israeli economy, and lots of in-between. Interviewing Israeli and international experts. Chicago, Chicago. Welcome to our podcast. I am Philip Stein, president of Philip Stein & Associates. I will show you very happy today to have my guest, Asaf Shafran, who's the CEO and co-founder of NowForce. Asaf brings a wealth of experience in command and control technologies, both in the private and public sector. Most recently, Asaf served as the president of U.S. operations and vice president of global sales and marketing for Quali Systems Limited. He previously worked for several startup companies where he built and led teams in the areas of business development, sales, marketing, and product development. Asaf began his career in QSoft, a venture capital fund where he focused on investing in Israeli startups. Uh, welcome, Asaf. Thank you for speaking to me today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here today. Thank you. Uh, okay, let, let me begin. Uh, I'd start as follows. It seems your app is, uh, it seems to me as a layman, to be a 9-11 on steroids. Can you tell our listeners what NowForce does? Well, thank you for that question. Um, uh, I think a 911 on steroids is a good uh, kind of a definition. Um, we've developed um, a platform to help um, save people's lives using technology that exists everywhere today. Um, we've built a product that helps emergency response organizations to cut down the time that it takes them to get to an incident, whether it's um, fire. EMS, a police incident, or a security uh, situation, um, using our system, um, citizens can report about something that is happening um, next to them. The agencies can dispatch the closest qualified available responder to the scene, and they're doing all that using what we all have in our pockets, which is a smartphone, a smartphone device um, and a web-based dashboard. You can think about us as the sales force for the emergency response world. Okay. How might NowForce have been used to help the three boys who were kidnapped in Israel a few months ago? So a part of our solution um, ha it has a built-in uh, mobile application that anybody can download to their phone, whether it's Android or iPhone. Um, and um, if you are... Um, a citizen or a user that received um, credentials to our application, um, with one push of a button, you could send a distress notification that will be immediately routed to the police or law enforcement, whether it's 911 in the U.S. or 100 in Israel. But apart from doing that, which is basically like dialing, it also sends the distress signal to every command center that uh, participates um, or uses our technology. Um, and in addition to that, it, can, it will send a notification by text or email to all of your contact, emergency contacts. It could be your family, it could be your friends. Um, in the sad story um, of this uh, kidnap situation, um, one of the kids were actually able to call the police. However, in Israel, uh, for the police to be able to um, receive the location of that um, of that call is somewhat more complex than some of the more advanced systems that you may find maybe in the United States. But even in there, in, in this scenario, um, it's not like it seems, it seems in the movies where everybody knows exactly what's going on. Our app could have get, you know breached that gap 
by sending the exact location and constantly tracking the user from the minute that he pushed the button till um, um, you know emergency responders arrive on scene. So literally in that case, we our, our application could have changed the um, um, the way the story ended. Oh, that's that's quite a, quite a quite a ex explanation, and that would have been something um, to look at the side from the. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it was just I would just add that to that that uh, you know after this happened and before we actually all of us knew uh, heard that uh, they were pronounced uh, uh, that they were murdered. Um, we actually took an initiative and decided to open up our application that up until then was uh, um, uh, was a service that you had a fee for. And we've opened up our SOS application for free for the entire uh, um, population of Israel. So anybody who wanted or wants to participate in this and have this safeguard application on his phone can register. It just goes to sos.nowforce.com, and it's a free service. And there are many com command centers and dispatch centers that are now participating in this initiative throughout the country. Okay, so that, that's what I sort of would like my next question to focus on. In other words, obviously we're all – we we all understand what happened and how how your app could have helped how, how does what are the different ways the police security ems fire department departments benefit from your app um so apart from what i've said where uh, the agencies can now have a more could get a more pinpoint um um location um, information about what's happening, the location of the user. In some cases, the users can actually populate a form, take pictures, and provide very critical information to the, the for, situ for better situation awareness. The agencies, whether they are a small agency with a you know, sheriff with a couple of people in a rural area um, or a tier one um, um, agency in the, uh, in the most populated cities, they can leverage by using some of the tools that we provide. One tool is the entire computerized system for such an agency. So think about the rural areas and the areas where they're using an, up to, you know, an obsolete technology that is a decade old or sometimes even pen and paper. Now, without needing to buy any hardware or any software, utilizing the software as a service model, the, the, the cloud computing era, they can enjoy the same technology that the tier one um, agency would have need would you know, may, may have, but have invested heavily in just getting there. Um, on top of that, we turn, we make every first responder, everybody on the street, um, whether it's a foot patrol, or it could be on a Segway, on a horse, on a bike, um, outside of their actual units, which might have computers in it. We make all of these resources available as if they are sitting in front of a computer by running our mobile application on their smartphone. So suddenly it's a force multiplier for these agencies to be able to see all of their resources, to dispatch them, to communicate with them as if they are sitting in front of a laptop or carrying a laptop with them at all times. Very fascinating. How how would your technology work if there was a major disaster like September 11th? Um, how is and let me just add to that question. It's sort of two questions. One: How has NowForce been used to enhance safety and security at let's say large scale events like the 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 World Cup or other other events of that size, Olympics, etc. Yeah. So, uh, great two questions. Um, for the first one that you've asked is what happens uh, in a mass catastrophe? 
Well, we we see today that um, actually um, utilizing software as a service and, and, and cloud computing can help dramatically in situations where natural catastrophes or uh, earthquakes or power loss, whatever will be the scenario, man-made or nature-made, um, in a lot of the cases in today's um, uh, methodology, Sometimes your, your emergency center can be shut down. You may lose power to your server environment, etc. In our case, because we're utilizing cloud computing, um, the system could be up and running even if the entire operation, the local operation, is shut down. And in that case, all that the agency needs, and that's what, they're done, what they have been done, they've done in the past and they're doing now, all they need is a way to open up a browser that connects to our infrastructure, which is deployed in multiple locations around the world for redundancy, and they can have business continuity. So they can continue working with the system as if uh, they, they didn't lose anything. Um, on, on another hand, there might be some issues sometimes with the cellular network and how do you connect to the end devices. Um, and we've spent a lot of time and we've built our technology uh, years ago, even before the era of smartphones. Um, and the way it's designed is in such a way that it could leverage the smallest capacity and uh, the lowest bandwidth. We've been deployed in an IDEN network, uh, like a Sprint Nextel kind of environment that is almost obsolete today um, and showed our solution in a catastrophic disaster like an earthquake with the U.S. military simulating a situation when there is no cellular network and utilizing um, like a network in the box um, solution. So in mass catastrophes, we do have a, a very good solution for that scenario. Um, to answer your other question um, about large-scale events, a lot of the time the agencies would like to have all their computing power, their entire situation awareness, their computer-aided dispatch systems in these type of events. It could be a football game, it could be um, an aggregation, it could be any type of uh, a mega type of event, um, but it's too complex, it's too expensive. Using our technology, agencies were able to deploy and get blue force tracking in the largest uh, event in the United States in 4th of July here in D.C. Um, uh, without needing to do anything but downloading an application to their smartphone. Um, and uh, we, the, uh, the rapidness and the, our ability to come up and to be up and running in hours versus other legacy systems that may take months in planning and deploying, that's a, a real benefit for such um, situations and such events. All right, we're all unfortunately aware we're, we're talking about uh, some disasters, kidnappings, but unfortunately, especially in the States, this is not something we've seen in Israel, uh, where there may be a, a violent act on a college campus, a shooter, or in a school, school district. C can this type of technology even be scaled down just to, to uh, be used on a campus or in a school district or a school? Absolutely. Actually, um, campus security, K-12 and uh, universities, um, is a vertical that Nowforce has, uh, has uh, started serving um, earlier this year. Um, we find that a, a large-scale university or even a medium-sized university has the same challenges as any city or town and most of the time even have their own uh, police force or um, local law enforcement. Um, 
our SOS slash what we call reporter, or you can define this as a see something, say something application, could be easily deployed in a university scenario where all, every student can have the application downloaded to his phone. And then in seconds, anybody can report whether it's um, an allergic reaction to, uh, to peanuts or it's an active shooter uh, that requires the attention of all the security personnel and the local 911. Um, campuses, we actually made a decision uh, not, recent, not, not too far away, uh, not long ago, that um, student safety should not come uh, with, as, with a cost. We decided to change the game a little bit and give our SOS application to every university and every campus for free of, as free of charge. Um, they could harness and they can utilize um, all of our technology. They can be uh, using our command and control or our computer-aided dispatch system, but the SOS application should be free. And uh, we're seeing a tremendous momentum in this, uh, in this area, and uh, we just came back from several campus safety and um, um, campus security um, exhibitions and shows, and uh, the feedback was tremendous. Wow. Can you tell us how you built your team and their backgrounds? Well, it's all about, uh, um, I would say, it's all about the team. Um, I'm, I'm very proud to be a part of this, uh, what we call the Nowforce family. Um, we, we, in, every, in any domain, whether it's the product, whether it's the development, the marketing, the sales, um, we try to, to communicate both to ourselves but also outside side that it's not just another tech startup that um, um, another bubble or another place to go to work um, our sales team most of them are first responders they come from the agents from the industry they have the exp the experience and the know-how to communicate and to talk to our customers in the language that they know um, our story actually started uh, with uh, our founding team coming from uh, the situation where uh, the, which evolved now for us. Our story started with um, um, a young uh, kid suffocating and, uh, and uh, in a hotel room in Israel. Uh, they, the, the parents called the emergency service provider, and by the time the uh, ambulance arrived, the child died. It happened to be that a room next door was a fully trained paramedic from out of town in the same hotel, but he had no idea what's going on there. Mm. And we've created our solution as a, as a our system as a solution to what we call the last mile problem. And uh, my co-founder is uh, you know was a part of that exact emergency response with that person sitting in the hotel. And this has become basically became a real solution to a real problem. We're trying to get the best of the best. Uh, whether it's um, a development or product or marketing, as I said before, uh, but it's important for us also not just um, uh, if you can program and can write uh, the code, but um, people that come to work for now for us are doing good but also doing well. Wow. Fantastic story and doing really work that will truly save lives. I, I just want to finish, and I think you already answered the question, but, uh, you know, most of uh, my listeners do live in urban areas, but uh, people do dream of living out in the country, and uh, things happen there as well. And, and, and how can Nowforce work in rural areas? So in rural areas, um, uh, our story becomes even stronger because in most of the rural areas, the entire emergency response systems a lot of the time rely on volunteers. 
and volunteers is actually where we started from. Um, the way to be able to dispatch and communicate with your volunteer forces, whether they're fire, EMS, police officers, security personnel, we even have military agencies using our technology. In rural areas, you almost don't have a, ch don't have a choice. Uh, you have to provide these uh, individuals the best technology in order to cut down the response time. Um, if, in a in, if in an urban city you may have uh, a, a unit in, in two-minute proximity and may be able to get there in those critical 90 seconds, in rural areas, if you cannot find that closest available responder, may be on or, or may be off duty, if you can find him and dispatch him and let him know that something is happening across the street, you may uh, change the, the, end, the, the end result. Um, and if sometimes we get the question, what happens where in the rural area we don't have good coverage? So we have uh, great solutions for that. Our system works over cellular, over Wi-Fi, WiMAX, uh, and we've uh, we've proven to have our system running in one of the most difficult areas in the world. Our system is deployed in Port Harcourt in Nigeria, wow. uh, where the network goes down and the power goes off four times a day in our command center. Uh, and if we're able to deploy this in Nigeria, um, um, in most of the, one of the most uh, difficult and rural areas, uh, then we can deploy this also in Midwest United States in some of the more uh, remote locations. Well, this has been a really informative and uh, wonderful conversation, and it's really showing how high-tech can uh, save lives, improve lives, and uh, make uh, people feel safer. So uh, I, I wish you great success in your uh, endeavor and your product. If uh, any of my listeners wants more information about your product, your company, how, how can they uh, reach out to you, find you? So the best way will be to visit our website. It is www.nowforce, N-O-W-F-O-R-C-E, in one word, dot com. Um, if someone is interested in our free SOS application in Israel, the best way is to visit sos.nowforce.com. And all the information is out there. We'll be very happy to hear from you guys uh, through via chat, um, email or phone, all the information is posted on our website. Okay. Well, thank you, and like I said, uh, the best of luck to you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for, for having us today. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to visit us at www.peacestein.com or look for Philip Stein Associates on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn.